Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Clone Yourself. I'm your host, Sam Kaber, and today we're going to be talking about common concerns when working with virtual assistants. You know, I hear it all the time. So many people have concerns about working with VAs, and I'm here to address those and put those to bed because you don't need to be concerned. So with that, I want to tell you that if you can relate to feeling overwhelmed by the number of projects and tasks you take on, if you would label yourself as a workaholic, and if you ever wake up in the middle of the night thinking about work, then it's definitely time for you to start working with virtual assistants. And I know what you're thinking. Where do I start? This can be a very daunting task and project to hire anyone, right? Employees or VAs. It's totally overwhelming to even think about hiring, training, and managing a VA when you're already buried in your to-do list. I get it, but that's why you're here to learn and why I'm here to guide you through this journey. So in today's episode, we're going to address some of the most common concerns that I hear about when people are nervous about working with virtual assistants. So, you know, it really all boils down to trust. I'm going to fire off a few things I hear all the time. Here we go. Can I trust them with my passwords? How do I know they're legit? I don't know what I can outsource. I don't have time to recruit them. I don't have time to train them. I don't have time to manage them. The language barrier or potential language barrier fear of poor quality of work. All of these thoughts are totally normal. First, let's go ahead and talk about passwords. We're going to address each of these one by one. So we're going to start with passwords first. And I get it. You know, maybe it's financials. You definitely are nervous to share your password with those. Um, if you have someone managing your inbox. I could see you being nervous about that. It all depends what it is. But have you heard of LastPass? LastPass is a software that's a pretty popular online tool for password management. And a lot of people will use it individually so they don't have to remember their passwords. It pretty much prompts it. You know, and most computers do this these days, but LastPass, what, what's really cool about it is it has a a component to set up teams. So basically you would go to their website, lastpass.com, you set up an account. You might even want to start with just a couple passwords and not just throw everything in there all at once. You know what I mean? Just test it out. Get your get your feet wet a little bit. But eventually what you're going to do is set up a team profile where you would let others use a sp special link to access your passwords. It doesn't actually show your passwords and you know it's kind of hard to explain so you just have to check it out. Go to lastpass.com and check out their team management. So there is a workaround with LastPass. And I know there's other softwares and tools and that type of stuff. So don't let passwords stop you from working with virtual assistants. That's the point. All right. So next, the next uh, common concern here we have is how do I know they're legit? And I hear this all the time. I actually got off the phone with a client uh, recently and they were talking with me and they mentioned, yeah, my interview went great, but like, how do I actually know if they're experienced? And I'm going to teach you this in my whole process, but here's a little, a little tip on what I'm going to teach you later on. 
It's the philosophy of tiny tasks that lead to big projects. So here's the thing. I compare VAs to employees a lot and I say how they're similar, but then I also talk about how they're different. So here's a way that they are similar, but actually very different. When you hire an employee, there is no try before you buy. Like I'm uh, I'm in the market to buy a new surfboard, right? I just moved to Santa Cruz and, you know, that can be a big investment or, you know, not too much. It depends on the style, right? But I'm like, oh man, it would be so nice to try a different board before I buy it. I remember when I was younger, they did that all the time with wakeboards. And you're familiar with the try before you buy. With employees, you don't have any try before you buy. With virtual assistants, you can do small projects and see if you guys work together well. So the agency I use that I'm going to teach you to work with is the best agency. They are so much better than the big players, the household names and all that type of stuff. Because really when you work with these guys, they keep their network of VAs elite. So the virtual assistants in the marketplace are the very best ones. And if for any reason something goes south, they actually kick their VAs out of the platform. So they're legit. I've been working with them for years. And the other way to go about it is my whole philosophy of tiny tasks, leading large projects. And whatever you do, do not, I repeat, do not work with a VA agency that you have to commit to upfront where a certain amount of hours. There's no reason to do that. There's so many VA agencies out there that I don't want to see you getting caught up in something where you're committed to a certain amount of hours. You should be able to pay as you go. All right. So the next concern that we have on this list is I don't know what I can outsource. So luckily for you guys thinking this, and you know, I'm guilty of this too. We all are. It's kind of hard to think about what we actually do on a day-to-day basis. And I have worksheets and tools that are going to help with that. You can actually grab it right now. I'll put it in the show notes as well. But it's uh, cloneyourself.com slash ROI. And the worksheets you're going to get, there's three different ones. The first one is called the time audit. And I'm going to go through these in more depth in a later pod, but I'll go through it real quick. It's the time audit where you basically just write down every time you switch tasks. And I know what you're thinking. That sounds overwhelming. You're already swamped as it is. How are you ever going to do that? Well, the truth is we need to do upfront work. If we truly want success and whatever success means to you, you have to put in the work. And I know you, you know this, you know, there's no such thing as an overnight success. So if you just do it daily, just write down every time you switch tasks and how long you spent on a given task daily for five days, just one week. And I've done this a ton of times. You will be amazed at some of the tasks you do. It Sometimes you go, really? I spent an hour on that? Are you serious? And maybe this isn't your, your jam. It's uh, too much work to do that. I get it. I get it. So I have two other worksheets as well. They're a lot easier to help brainstorm tasks. So don't worry. Not knowing what you can outsource is not a problem. And some of you out there listening and you're like, oh, I already have a million things in mind. I'm just so excited. So, you know, it's both ways. All right, moving on. I don't have time to recruit them. Okay, so 
we're most of us are familiar with Upwork, Upwork Upwork.com. You know, you'll see their commercials during the NBA playoffs. I remember seeing them when the Warriors were in championship. Uh, Old school Warriors fan, by the way. You know, not bandwagon. Grew up in Gilroy, South Bay, uh, Greater Bay Area. Longtime Warriors fan. But anyways, uh, it's not about that. Point is, I was shocked to see Upwork advertising during the NBA playoffs. And that tells you everything you need to know about working with VAs. Like, it's time to get on board. Like, look at Upwork. It's mainstream now, right? Uh, So anyways... Upwork, I'm giving them a long ad here, but I actually don't like Upwork. This is about um, recruiting VAs. And anytime I've put an ad on Upwork, I've gotten like anywhere from 50 to what feels like hundreds of applicants. And it's overwhelming. It's like, I don't have time to sift through these emails. I don't have time to look through all their cover letters that are not specific to my job. And I don't have time to read these reviews. I totally get it. So the agency that I work with actually matches you with virtual assistants. They'll match you with two to three. So you're not going to be bombarded. So don't worry about recruiting. Recruiting's not an issue. Whether you work with the agency I work with or another one, there are plenty other solutions where you don't have to pull your hair out trying to recruit a VA. All right. So the next uh, objection, uh, I'm a sales guy, so I'm going to say objection, but I meant concern. (laughs) I don't have time to train them. Okay. So this is a big one. I'm I'm going to go back to an earlier episode when I mentioned looking at VAs as if they're employees. Would you hire an employee, but not have time to train them? Like literally, you need to have time to train an employee and it's the same way as a VA. We need to start looking looking at them as employees. And if you don't have time to train them right now, it's okay. Maybe it's not time to hire a VA. But I can tell you that if you put in the time now, you will ultimately save yourself time later on. And you know what? Only you know if you have the time now to bring on new members to your team. So that's just something that you're going to have to decide. Next concern, I don't have time to manage them. Well, this is similar to training, but I can tell you that most VAs are easier to manage than employees. I'm going to say that again. Most VAs are easier to manage than employees. Isn't that interesting? You know, the reason why is because they have an entrepreneurial mindset. And by this, I mean that they think about the nature of the of the VA work, right? VAs are essentially their own boss. They choose when they want to work. They choose who they work with and the type of work they do. Whereas some employees do not have the grit that comes with being an entrepreneur. A big part of the entrepreneurial mindset is being a self-starter. And you know what? You may want to ask these type of questions in your interview process to find out if your potential new VA would be a self-starter or not. If they are, you won't have to micromanage them like you would a lot of employees. In my experience, VAs have been much easier to manage than employees, and it's because they are self-starters and don't need to be micromanaged. All right, so we have two more guys. The next one is the language barrier. Honestly, this hasn't been an issue for me. 
If you are hiring a VA to do ghostwriting for you, which is not something I have done, um, language barrier is going to be extremely important. You might want to get someone that speaks your native tongue, obviously, right? Um, even if they're an editor for your blogs or your books. For me, most of my virtual assistants are helping on other things, on things other than language, you know, and it doesn't really bother me too much if they spell your wrong. Having said that, one of my VAs that um, works in my business is in customer service and she lives in Las Vegas. You know, she's total American and all that type of stuff. But typical mistake that a lot of uh, adults make is spelling their wrong or your wrong. And, you know, I just politely ask her to not, (laughs) you know, to say it the right way, to type it the right way, because it's a reflection on my business and us, right? But other than that, a lot of VAs, whether it's graphic design, video editing, bookkeeping, you know, you name it, research, they're not either communicating with your clients or they're not putting out content that is in the written form. So it, it doesn't really matter grammatically. And all the VAs I work with, they might English might not be their native language, but their sentences are very well put together and they're easy to understand. You know, there's not a bit a lot of mistakes and they understand what I'm saying. So don't worry about language barrier. All right. So the last con- concern we have is the fear of poor quality of work. And I totally get this. Uh, you know, this is a uh, This is something that is a fear of mine with employees in general, whether it be a VA or not. And this is part of letting go and realizing that some of the tasks that we need to let go aren't the one, you know, they're the tedious tasks. They're not the ones that are our secret sauce. And I keep saying secret sauce, which means our strengths, you know, uh, your strengths, you should keep doing that will always be high quality. Now for the tedious tasks, sure, they could still make mistakes even though they're easy. But what I would recommend you do, especially when you're starting out, is choose objective tasks over subjective. Make it black and white so that they are either doing it correct or incorrect. It's kind of like, you know, training wheels. When you first start with VAs, make it easy on yourself, make it easy on them. Just make it black and right, black and white. You're either doing it right or you're doing it wrong. Make it objective. Okay, so that's it for this episode. So what do you think? Are you starting to feel more confident? And remember, right now, I just want you thinking about virtual assistants. There's no rush to get into hiring. So please don't feel overwhelmed like you are behind or anything like that. If you find yourself subconsciously thinking about VAs from time to time, then you are exactly where you need to be in your journey. Right now, this is all about a mindset shift and opening your eyes to the possibilities of what a VA can do within your business so that you can work less and make more while you play more. Okay, last thing before I go, are you ready for some homework? If you've been listening to the first few pods, you should be expecting some homework. As always, I have just three steps for you to take action. First, 
call or text your accountability buddy. I've been saying this since the pilot pod, but it is so crucial for your success to have an accountability buddy. Not only does it help you keep yourself accountable, but gives both of you a sense of community. Have a talk with your accountability buddy to see where you're both at. And by the way, this doesn't have to be about VAs or even work for that matter. Just check in with your buddy. That's it. Just have a conversation. Just check in. Sometimes it's good to talk not about work. Secondly, have you downloaded your free guide on how to work with VAs yet? If not, head on over to clone yourself, the letter U, dot com slash three ways. That's clone yourself, the letter U, dot com slash the number three ways. In this guide, I walk you through three easy ways to work with a VA. If you're ready to hire, then this guide has everything you need. And if not, save it for when you are ready. Lastly, have you left a review of the pod yet? Please do. Not only does leaving a review help others discover the Clone Yourself podcast, but it also helps me cater the content to what you like best. So please leave a review. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so excited for this journey that we're on together. Remember, I'm here to support you, and if you want to chat by phone, go to calendly.com slash clone to schedule a time to talk. I'm serious. Take me up on it. I am here to support you because I know you can do this. I'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, just breathe. Remember... You went into business for yourself to stress less. Catch you on the next episode.